Welcome back, everybody, to Chris and Harry Unplugged. This is episode five. Feels like we haven't been doing this for that I long. Know. I don't know. It's weird, right? It's weird. Um, I'm Harry. That's Chris. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Um, you know, I wanted to start off today's episode with two little fun things, a fun fact and a fun fact about us. Uh, the first fun fact, and Chris doesn't know I'm saying this, is I was checking our like analytics for our podcast, and we the podcast has now been listened to in 49 out of 50 states. Wow, really? 49 out of 50, including D.C. As DC no state, shit, but. that's dope. That's dope. Wait, yeah, do you the, know what the one state is? It's Alaska. It's Alaska. <laughs> I knew it. It's Alaska. You know, there, there's really- a lot of... Um, there's a lot of listeners who haven't put their location um like when you listen like on spotify or apple yeah. they asked for it there's some people who didn't so we actually don't know there might be someone in alaska Dude, but i thought that's cool that's actually so cool holy shit yeah, isn't that interesting that actually, so for it like feels <laughs> yo thank you guys thank you guys that yeah thank like you and, and the right crazy there. thing is we've had listeners in africa the middle east south america europe wow. uh, australia there's like a bunch in australia some oh, uh canada of course shout out to our people up north um that's dope so yeah, some, so thank you guys so much for listening from all over the world. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, and the second thing I wanted to start off today's episode before we dive into the topics, or topic, I should say, um, is uh, I saw a comment on a YouTube video recently, and they were like, we love that you talk about the news and love that you guys tackle the stories, but we don't know anything about you guys. We know nothing. Um, so I thought <laughs> that Chris and I should say a fun fact oh, about ourselves okay. today, right now, buddy. Get right. get to. It. I well, can go first if you right, want. You no, know I'll go first. first. Well, first of all, go for it. It's actually because I know, like, we briefly discussed that comment. Um, yeah, it feels like really hard. Like we're trying to like kind of find our identities and like be people as well as like talk about the news. So like we're definitely we're definitely trying. I replied to that comment. I was like, yo, I appreciate you saying this. Uh, we're, tr- we're we're absolutely like gonna try to like show you guys not only like the news but who we are as people. Um, and I think we're going to make like a little introduction video that might be like pinned to the top of the YouTube and the Spotify. It, it'd be like shorter, obviously like 20 minutes, but just like talking about us, just so you guys like get an idea of who we are. But a fun fact. Okay. I think my only like fun fact is like, aside from like politics and like the normal, like I'm 21. So like I play video games, I socialize, whatever, but like, I'm kind of like low key a nerd in a lot of ways. Like I build computers. I like love technology. I like always want like the newest like phone. I like rip apart gadgets and stuff. Uh, I don't really talk about it much. I kind of just do it on my own. It's like a hobby for me. Um, but that's like kind of my fun fact is that like I'm just um, – I'm nerdy in that way. How's, hey, that's pretty how, cool, man. That? That's how's a fun that? fact. All right, now you go. That's a fun fact. Um, now, my fun fact is that I've lived in three different continents. How about that? Three different that's continents. That's crazy. So you were, born in, you were born in Singapore. I was born in Singapore, which is probably – a lot of people probably don't know that. I was born in Singapore. I lived there for like less than a year. Then I moved to Dubai. All because of parents' work. I obviously I was like one. You know, right. I, I don't remember any of this. Right. But I lived in Dubai for five years, then lived in Dublin, Ireland, where I pretty much grew up, and then I moved to the United States for high school. That's so cra- I lived that's in actually, Asia, Europe, and North America. That's actually crazy. I didn't even know you lived in Dubai, or maybe I did, but I didn't. I forgot. Yeah, I mean, I was super young. Do you remember um, it? No, like nothing at all. Wow, that's crazy. Nothing at all. I've heard crazy yeah. things about Dubai. It's it's an interesting but place. I, I mean, I don't know anything about it. I don't remember it, but. Uh, still an American citizen at birth, though. But anyway, that's you know I just want to start off the episode okay. a little bit different this I week. I like it. I like um, it. No, I like it. But I think we're gonna we're gonna jump right into oh my goodness the major topic yeah. for the week. So go ahead, Chris. No, no, go, so go, hypothetically, go, go. when you're listening to this, Monday at one or maybe it's Tuesday, Trump has been indicted in Georgia, or maybe he's been indicted by Jack Smith. Um, personally, I'm in uh, Fulton County myself. Um, or at least, well, I mean, I'm, I'm in Kennesaw State, but I'm in, it's kind of, don't, just don't worry about it. I, I am near <laughs> or I live in Fulton County. Um, so 
I drove down the courthouse the other day, and yeah, he's looking at uh, he's looking at possibly two two separate indictments this week. Um, two separate two, indictments, and they right. yeah, two different places, two separate two indictments, different, right? Um, yeah, and so um, yeah, I mean, weird. I think I think this episode we kind of just want to do like a, a like a we're trying to figure out uh, like you guys can help us with this as well. Like we're trying to kind of figure out our structure on the podcast um and we've been like really struggling to like kind of figure out what the best way to do this is what's most enjoyable for you guys what's most enjoyable for us so i think this episode we're gonna try for um we're gonna try for like just like a trump episode we're gonna kind of do like a more opinionated like we'll give you the information about the upcoming trump indictments and then what we think the repercussions of that will be in 2024 uh how you know as young people we feel about it etc and we'll just kind of see where it goes yeah, and I mean, um, this is certainly uh, a good week to have this episode. We didn't like this is not like planned or anything, but when we were talking about what segments to tackle and what news to talk about, we were just like, "There's so much Trump news to talk about right now that it's going to be hard to, um, you know, break it up in different stories. It would just be better if we just talked about it all at once, and that those were the major stories this week. So, right. let's just let's just dive right in let's as to it. what what's going on with Trump. So, um, earlier in the week, this was crazy i mean what a what a weird day this was earlier this week we got notice and 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 a notification from the news and everybody that trump's lawyers were meeting with prosecutors at the department of justice and um this was something that's kind of referred to as like a final meeting because obviously the january 6th uh, investigation is coming to a close trump got a target letter about it um you know different people are are being um likely going to be charged at least and so it's kind of coming to a close, and a final meeting happens before an indictment comes. So it happened with the document case. Trump's lawyers met with prosecutors, and in this in this meeting, they try to convince the prosecutors not to indict their client. But obviously, it, it didn't work in the document case. It's not going to work in January 6th. So they had this final meeting, and the lawyers for Trump were told by the DOJ that, hey, and this is all according to the news, that your guy is about to be indicted for January 6th. Uh, and we talked about the potential charges in the last episode. If you haven't seen that, go check it out. Um so and this was on this was on like Thursday, I believe. And everybody thought that, wow, Trump might be getting indicted for January 6th today. But no, Jack Smith and the Department of Justice threw us for a curveball. So not only is he about to get indicted for January 6th, but new charges for Donald Trump dropped in a document case. Right. Um, crazy. Right. Just yeah. crazy. Yeah. And um, um, supposedly also according to like right around that as well, when you know, we got the new charges, and I'll let you talk about the, the third person in that as well. But I guess Jack Smith and Fannie Willis are now talking to each other, trying to coordinate, you know, who's who's going first. So <laughs> Who goes wild. first, right? right? Who goes first, right? Yeah, we're in, we're in wild times in, in, in uh, American history right now. So we got this notification that a new indictment has been filed in the classified document case. The new So a new person has been added, a third defendant. His name is... Carlos de Oliveira, this is the new third defendant. He was an employee at Mar-a-Lago. Um, and he is facing similar charges, sort of, uh, to Donald Trump and Walt Nada, but a little bit different. He faces charges such as trying to obstruct justice, which I'll talk about in a second, concealing records and documents, and making false statements to the FBI. So these are pretty serious crimes. Um, but I'm actually going to read for the indictment right now as to how this guy plays into it and how Donald Trump's involved as well. 
Oh, man. So Section 84 of the new indictment says, At 9.49 a.m., Trump employee 4 and De Oliveira left the area of the IT office together and walked through a basement tunnel. De Oliveira took Trump employee 4 to a small room known as an audio closet near the white and gold ballroom. Once inside the audio closet, De Oliveira and the Trump employee had the following exchange. De Oliveira told Trump employee 4 that their conversation should remain between the two of them. So already off the bat, he said, "We're off to a good start. This is good. This is good. yeah, 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 good. yeah, good. yeah right. That 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 that's great for that guy. Yeah, Jeez. So I, I mean, seriously, bro. Like seriously, already off the bat. Um, yeah. Then in, it says uh, in section B of, of eighty four, it says, "Day Oliveira asked Trump employee for how many days the server retained footage." Um, this is the security footage that was uh, automatically uploaded to these servers at Mar-a-Lago that kind of stores them. So the Trump employee for, who is believed to be an IT guy, uh, responded that he believed it was approximately 45 days. So, um, <laughs> yeah, dude, this is just too funny. I mean, this I is know, crazy. I, know. I mean, anyway, this literally sorry. blows Watergate out of the water. Like, this isn't <laughs> yeah. even close. This is, like, so much oh, worse man. than Watergate. Continue. It's so much worse. Anyway. Um, and then section C is De Oliveira, and this is where it gets bad. De Oliveira told Trump employee four that quote the boss wanted the server deleted. Trump employee four responded that he would not know how to do that, and that he did not believe that he would have the rights to do that. So there's obviously some knowledge of criminality going on here, right? Um, and and keep in mind that all the footage we're talking about had already been subpoenaed. So this is like destroying subpoena. <laughs> Yeah, no, dude, it's crazy. This is right. This is good. No, this is this is this is a good guy. Um, uh, Trump employee Ford told De Oliveira that De Oliveira would have to reach out to another employee who was a supervisor of security for Trump's business organization. De Oliveira then insisted to Trump employee Ford that quote the boss wanted the server deleted and asked quote What are we going to do? So how okay? So how did Jack Smith? Was that all that that was all from Trump employee four? They must have told the FBI that. Yeah, somebody, some yeah, it must have been it Trump had, employee four. It had to be Trump. Yeah, whoever Trump employee. Probably four. why they're unnamed. Yeah. Right, dude, that's wild. So, yeah, the boss. Right, the, the boss. I wonder who the boss. Who's the boss? Is. Who's the boss? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder who the boss is that could want that footage deleted. And actually, interestingly enough, Walt Nada and Carlos De Oliveira both walked through a tunnel at Mar-a-Lago and pointed out the different security cameras. Um, and all over Mar-a-Lago days before they had those conversations. Yeah. They were obviously scoping it out to have stuff to do. Right. So, then, um, so the new charges surrounding that conversation. Yes. So the new charges surrounding that conversation, as I mentioned, De Oliveira is being charged with you know obstruction of justice, concealing records and documents, making false statements to the FBI because he lied about this interaction and he lied about um, seeing documents being moved. But they actually managed to get the, the footage that they tried to delete, apparently. That's what people believe. But this, so the, re, the way that conversation plays into Donald Trump is obstruction of justice, right? right? He and De Oliveira. So Donald Trump faces three new charges. Three new charges were filed against him. Two new counts for obstruction of justice in relation to that conversation. And then one new count for the willful retention of national defense information, yeah. which pertains to the document where he discussed Iran. You remember that right, audio right. Yep. thing? Yep. Yeah. So those are new charges against Trump. And that, oh. Right. Wild. Wild. And I wow. mean, this guy, along with that, Georgia, um, South Florida, and New York, New York, 
he's literally staring down the barrel of God knows how many years in prison. He's going to be staring down that. Like, I know this is what's crazy about this. For so long, and I think you were in this boat, that we all were like, you know, we, we were all very excited because it was becoming clear that Donald Trump had committed multiple crimes. But the idea was like, you know, he'll never really see the inside of a cell. You know, he may he's going to show up to court. He you know, he's going to have problems, but he's not going to see the inside of a cell. But ever since I mean, ever since the last few months, I guess not New York, but man, I'm like losing track of like this guy. I, I mean, it's wild. Right. But ever since South Florida, he I mean, he's people are actually under the impression that this guy may see the the behind a cell. I mean, this is like no joke stuff now. This is not like, you know, I know people say like the rich in America get away with everything. But like this is not one of those things that you just get away with, like the multiple obstruction of justice. And I mean, all these he's staring down the barrel with like 300 years in prison. Yeah. And, 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 will, and he will he actually see 300 years? Obviously not. But that that begs the question, you know, will he see a year? Will he see six months? Will he see five years? You know, it's just I don't know, man. It's crazy, and um, and and I saw this wild stat the other day, which is that right now, in only the two cases so far, and there still could be more charges in the document right. case, but might I add, but right now, Donald Trump has 74 oh, felony counts against him. 74! I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that... Um, yeah, and look, I think this is how... And so, like, this gets into kind of how this plays out. Um in in 2024 and i i think it's really hard right and i tweeted this we'll start with this and i'm curious on your opinion about this sure this is going to strengthen his base like let's just start there like once he gets i mean it already has new york has south miami has um and and georgia and this documents case will continue to do that his base will be will, will gain strength and even i think he will gain strength amongst uh and this is gonna i think you and i may disagree a little bit about this i think there's enough people in america who are are really uh tired of the u.s government they feel like the u.s government doesn't work for them etc and i think if trump can push the narrative that they're coming after him um and people see it as a quote-unquote witch hunt i think there's a at least a section i don't know how big of moderate voters who would swing toward trump just because of these indictments now how many more voters actually end up you know how many more undecided voters swing against him because of it i don't know but i think there's a section that does and i think it strengthens strengthens his base regardless and i tweeted that and i said you know it doesn't matter that's not why you know no one no one cares no one cares like at the end of the day no one cares if if he's committing crimes he needs to be held accountable no matter if it strengthens his base or not. The question is, where does this leave him Leave him for 2024? Because his base, his base will be ignited. I don't know that he can even run. I don't know that, you know, I, we're in really uncharted territory here. The DOJ might sit him down and be like, you know, here's your plea deal. You're not running. Is that constitutional? There's a debate about that. Is that, I don't know. Um, now, even if the DOJ doesn't say that, um, which I find it hard to believe they won't at least try, um, I just I don't see how he can be in four places out on bail at once. I I just don't. <laughs> I mean, we're really in uncharted yeah. territory here. Like that's what's crazy is people ask me all the time. Like, um, you know, they're like, uh, 
I'm like, you know, if this guy gets elected in 2024 and he's facing all these charges, the day he gets inaugurated, we're going to be seeing a constitutional crisis that this country has never seen before. And I like, you know, people ask me questions. Well, what do you think is going to happen? I'm like, I don't No one fucking knows. I mean, this is wild. Yeah. We've never been in this position. <laughs> yeah. No one knows. Yeah. No one knows what the protocol here is. I don't know. Can Trump can Trump can Trump the day it, it's January. Trump, you know, gets inaugurated. Can he just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pardoning myself. He or he tells or he tells his DOJ in 2024, like, yeah, drop the charges against me. Yeah. People are like, well, what do we yeah, do then? Would. No one fucking knows. That's what's wild. No one knows. Yeah. No. I mean, dude, it's so difficult to like conceptualize how bad it would be if Donald Trump got elected, right? Because, like. It wouldn't just be, oh, Donald Trump gets pardoned because Trump is going to pardon himself. He's such a narcissistic psychopath that he would pardon himself. He doesn't care about accountability, even though, you know, anyway, I won't get into that. Right. Um, but that's not where the problem stops. You're right. There's going to be a constitutional crisis, but he's going to destroy our most sacred uh, agencies. Like he is oh, going to gut. If, if they're not or gut the right. Department of Justice. It, right. Yeah. He, he is going to, you know, take out any lawyer. By the way. Him and, his, him and his team, the Rolling Stone reported on this a while back, are already trying to find out the names of the lawyers and the prosecutors at the Department of Justice who are investigating him so that if he's elected, he can remove them from office and attack them, right? Um, so he's going to gut the Department of Justice. And then he's going to go after the FBI because the FBI were the people behind the search of Mar-a-Lago. He's, he's already said the FBI is this, the FBI is that. And, you know, uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray was testifying in front of Congress recently, and he was asked, what would it look like? if the FBI were defunded or gutted. And he said, more crime, oh, more murder, it would be, it would more be terrorist horrible. activity, more domestic terrorist activity, yeah. uh, you know, un safe, less safe communities. Like, he went down the list of how bad things would get in America if we don't have the FBI, because the FBI does such crucial work that nobody really, not it's not really talked about all that often because, you know, nobody's, I don't really think anybody's talking about the FBI on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, but so it, not only will we will be experiencing a constitutional crisis, but we'll be weakened as a nation alone. Not only democracy, but our fucking ability to fight crime and, and terrorism. And God, I mean, it would just be terrible. Right. No, exactly. And and that's my like biggest gripe with Trump. And I think like not enough people talk about it. Um, and I say this all the time is like that, like one of the most harmful things this guy does, did and continues to do and will do is just absolutely destroy any credibility that these three letter agencies have and if he gets in office he'll gut them he'll, he'll you're right he'll gut them uh and that is so incredibly dangerous to our democracy i talked about this in a tiktok i said you know people just i i feel like the america uh like it's not conceptualized enough about how you know what type of cycle it could be and there's so many possibilities like for example like you know uh they the the Trump is being investigated, you know, all these crimes, et cetera, and they keep pushing this narrative that the Biden DOJ is being weaponized and all these things. Well, imagine someone like Ron DeSantis, who, you know, a lot of voters see as more, I think, I think Florida voters, some Florida voters have called him, like, uh, likened him to, like, dictator-like. Like, he's obviously not a dictator, but he's, he's more of that, like, right wing, he wants a lot of control, et cetera. Ron DeSantis is watching this, you know, saying, you know, if if the D the DOJ has been 
discredited by at least 30% of Americans. It doesn't matter who gets indicted, whatever. There's 30 to 40% of Americans who, because of this narrative, are like, they don't think the DOJ or the FBI or any of these people hold any credibility. So Ron DeSantis may be thinking, well, if I get in office, you know, I'm less likely to be subpoenaed. I'm less likely to to face any, you know, uh, I'm less likely to face criminal repercussions for things I do because the DOJ is simply holds no credibility any, anymore. Um, and so the DOJ might decide not to indict or, you know, the possibilities here are endless. Um, and that's just one example of one three-letter agency. It's, it's bad. Yeah, and I think, like, that is also something, and we, we talk a lot uh, about democratic messaging. And I'm not sure, maybe this message doesn't resonate as well as, as other things, but I really think that we do have to be talking about the Department of Justice and what could happen to it if a Republican get in, gets into office. Like, under President Biden, right, the Department of Justice does its job, right? It doesn't, it's it's indicting where there's evidence right. of a crime. And, it's not targeting political figures. And um, right, and, and before, before Trump, it really wasn't politicized. And that's the problem. No. Trump, no. That's, like, that's one of my, like, biggest, that is, if you want to know something about me, like some issues I really care about that I like one of the ones I'm most passionate about that I just think like even though you know people watching may see it on MSNBC or whatever like I don't think enough independent voters like see this like one of the most damaging things he did was start to politicize all these three letter agencies and just I'm telling you just destroy their credibility it is it is it's I don't know how we fix it it's gonna take a lot of time to fix um, but it's it's incredibly dangerous yeah, like and and the the Department of Justice under Donald Trump was already not great, right? It was already not great, and there were there were actually like and I don't want to discredit the Department of Justice under Trump because there were actually a lot of decent people in the DOJ from previous presidents, um, and even some people that Donald Trump put in there who were kind of like I'm not going to stand for your bullshit, right? So which is impressive, um, but think about like a DOJ, but with trump loyalists with people who right. just do yeah. whatever donald yeah, trump, trump wants science, yeah. he will i mean that, that it's just so dangerous it's just right. so dangerous and like that basically the contrast is you know another biden term where we have someone like merrick garland the attorney general current attorney general someone like that who's actually a very well-respected legal scholar among both sides as you'll remember obama appointed him for the supreme court specifically for that reason because both democrats republicans have praised him for you know his objectivity on the law and kind of and really is very very well versed so you have someone who's very qualified praised by both sides in the biden doj who does his job he goes after democrats he goes after republicans when there's crime or we can have donald trump just put in you know whoever he wants right in the doj and, uh, and have them do his bidding right and direct them publicly to do what he wants and that's what's yes. wild there's never been a president you know like biden is asked about some of these uh some of these DOJ investigations and Biden's response or his press secretary's response is always, we don't come like, we'll let the DOJ do their job. We have no comment. We have no comment. We have no comment. What do you think about Hunter Biden being indicted? No comment. We'll let the DOJ do her job, do their job. But you know, if, if it's Trump's DOJ or Trump's in office, he's publicly like pressuring the DOJ to like, quote, do the right thing. Like what the fuck? I mean, dude, exactly. Think about how many times during Donald Trump's presidency he commented on ongoing Going investigations or ongoing cases in the DOJ. And then think about everything – and I, I don't mean to be like this, but go back to 2016 with the, the Russia investigation where Donald Trump was pressuring 
um, then FBI Director Comey to do the right thing, literally right. saying, do, do the, the right, right thing. thing. What is that? Right. You do the and, right thing. And just saying that publicly, privately, whatever is, um, I feel like we could do a better, like a better job on like a deeper dive of like the potential ramifications of that. But yeah. these, these agencies should never be politicized. And the second they start to be, which they already have, um, you, you go down a long, a long line of, of democracy being torn. Yeah, and I mean, so there, there's obviously a lot there with the three-letter agencies, right. but I kind of want to go back to something you said earlier, um, which I, I actually really want to dive into because it might be something we disagree upon, but I also just think it's a good conversation. You said something like, oh, you know, this this actually strengthens the base, and it could swing people. Yeah. So I'm curious as like, what do you think is – what do you think this does for 2024? I mean, if you had to make a prediction, what do these indictments do for the American people in, in the way they view Trump? Oh, man. Look, I think okay. If I had to put my, if I had to put, if I was a gambling man, <laughs> if I was a gambling man, what I don't, oh my god, it's so hard. If I had, it's hard. if I really had to put a guess right now, I'm kind of, and it's gonna be surprising because I don't think a lot of people hold this view. I'm kind of leaning toward the idea that I don't think he'll run in 2024. I think interesting. I real like, and that's, and I'm not like, don't quote me on that. That's like a very 50-50 opinion. But I think there will be a point where we'll wake up on a Monday morning and just a bombshell will be like I, – I, and it's so hard to say because I, he's so narcissistic. He'll never, <laughs> he'll never be like, I, I'm, not, I'm not running. I'm not – I'm admitting guilt. But oh, I, I'm almost leaning toward the guy that gets away with everything. The guy that literally no controversy, the, he, no controversy can break him. No controversy can break him. Nothing can break this guy. I'm almost leaning toward. There's a point where there's too many, like there's too, there's, there's just it's too much of a pileup. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. But regardless of that, what do I think the actual American people think? I, re, I just think the sentiment in America, and I think it's harder for us to comment on this, and you can tell me what you think because we're young, but. I think the sentiment in America, there's a strong sentiment, regardless of Trump or not, that um, the government sucks. The government sucks. We shouldn't believe anything they say. They don't help me at all. There's a very strong resentment of, you know, the government doesn't do the right thing for the people. And that has been growing for the last 20 or 30 years. And so I think it just becomes very hard for people. And I understand. Um, but I, I really like, I've been talking to, and I know this doesn't mean anything like me personally talking to people, but I asked like a friends, family of friends, their opinions on this. And I just, it's surprising to me how many people ring the same type of thing where it's like, there's just not much care for the Trump indictment because they just don't think the, the government, um, coming after this guy just holds much validity. And in certain, and I, in certain ways, I think there's just people who, and, and this is, this is a problem with our federal government because it's true. The government as a whole, I know I'm using this term very broadly, but the government as a whole for a lot of people hasn't, you know, uh, helped people in the ways that it could. A lot of people have been screwed over by all sorts of things, you know, disability payments, health care, you know, I, all these different things. Again, I'm using the term very broadly, but I think there's just enough of that sentiment of I've been fucked over because the government that's supposed to be taking care of me doesn't take care of me that they are willing to just look past and be like it doesn't really matter the trump diamonds don't matter to me. that's that's kind of the sentiment i like i feel um but like that also doesn't mean much i mean what do you think uh you know what you, you said a lot of interesting things there so i i somewhat disagree with you uh a little bit i think that 
Donald Trump is going to run. And I think that he's probably going to get the nomination. But I think if there's going to be a time he drops out, I think it's going to be after he gets the nomination. Really? So I, think I think the Republican Party, if I, if I were a betting man, I, if I say, oh, if, if you know, we had to pick like what time we think that Donald Trump is going to drop out because of legal issues, I think it's going to be um, probably next summer when they're having the convention and Trump is already the nominee and the Republican Party is going to be in chaos because they're like, fuck, you know, we have the majority of the party who likes Trump and now he's dropped out. Um, and mm. they have to pick a new candidate at the convention, possibly, or some some something happens. Why, so why would it be next summer? Because that's when a lot of the, the trials right, are supposed to happen. Right. We have the well, but think, but then oh. if you're the Repu- if you're the GOP, no, no, that makes sense. I agree. But if you're the GOP and you see, I mean, that would almost if it was next summer and it's during the convention and he's he's the nominee, you're like handing Biden a win in a lot of ways like your party would just look incapable of governing and and you just hand biden a win especially amongst moderates why would you not like i just don't i almost don't understand why there's not people high up right now in that party saying we just need to pull the plug sooner rather than later watching all this like especially this coming week like again you could be watching this and fanny willis could have indicted today like you're watching all this and you're seeing the evidence and you know you're not a you're not you're you're not a in the MAGA crowd, you're just you know high up, running some, pulling some strings in this party. I just surprised that you're not like we need to pull this plug now to give us a shot. Oh, I agree. I mean, for, well, and for the record, I actually don't. I don't think that Donald Trump's going to drop out. I think he's going to become the nominee and he's going to be on the ballot come November 2024. But if I had to pick a time, I think it's going to be then. But I think I think the higher ups of the Republican Party are watching the situation very closely. They're calculating because I think you're right. I think a lot of them. I, I can't imagine them thinking otherwise. A lot of them probably think that they're going to lose. It's a lose-lose mm-hmm. lose situation no matter what. If Trump is the presumptive nominee, but the DOJ comes with a plea deal, they're like, don't run, drop out, retire, don't talk about politics anymore. Just go live go, in Mar-a-Lago. Go away. Please go, go away. away. Please Just go, go away. Just go far, far away. And you'll be on probation for like six years, right, whatever. right. If, or or we can take you to trial and the DOJ has like a 99% conviction and rate. And they'll just they'll smoke him. Right. So they'll smoke him and then he'll actually go to jail. So I think if Donald Trump is presented with that thing, he, he will go with the narcissistic route and screw over his party right. and say, I'm taking the deal, leaving the Republicans in the dust. So I think they're thinking oh. about that, but they're also thinking – yeah, they're That's also true. thinking about the possibility okay. of – Anyway, and I think it could, I, I think it I could be a combination too because look if the Republican Party holds my viewpoint which is that this is like in a lot of ways strengthening his base especially amongst moderates possibly then maybe they're saying he needs to be the nominee after mm. these indictments because they're like this this gives him the swing he needs this gives him the votes he needs run him um, but dude it's just so fucking scary to think like it actually terrifies me in a way that I can't explain to think. That this guy could be on trial and be be. I mean, what does America look like if this guy gets inaugurated and all this is happening? I, all right, sorry, sorry, some technical difficulties. Um, I'm back. Um, jeez, oh my god. Um, but what does what does America look like if this guy is on trial? I mean, it's it's disastrous, and I can't I can't imagine that. And again, this is why I say I just don't know how. Or if he, I'm not convinced he's gonna run, is because I mean, 
this is just this is dangerous this is so dangerous and i think the doj yeah. will will push and say you know what to 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 stay to not be staring down the barrel of 300 years in federal prison and being you know you know pleading guilt you know plead guilty and go away but i don't know if that's constitutional so i don't know i don't know either i think that um there ha i think i think like probably president biden and others are probably sitting there and they're obviously you know that donald trump should be held accountable but they're sitting there thinking okay aside from that what happens if trump's convicted like what what happens yeah trump okay great he goes to jail he gets a sentence he goes to jail for x amount of years but then what happens to his base what do his what does his base do well yeah, what do they attack that's, i mean what happens there? right that's what's even more dangerous is like huh i just wish i could i almost wish i could think of a situation where this ends well because <laughs> like it's almost know, like you're right? just you're picking a couple situations that are just are you're you're picking the less shitty one in all these situations because yeah i think as as you know we've talked about you know this like right wing uh domestic or this like our biggest domestic threat is a lot of this like very right wing extremism um and we've really seen it gear up um with these trump indictments um so when trump's spewing this they're coming after they're indicting me because they want to come after you and all this fucking bullshit if he's actually convicted are they what are the, what's his base gonna do i mean are, is this like full riot now are we are we like gonna what are we i don't know i don't know i mean and for the record i mean i if i had to and this might be um i don't know i don't know what this could turn out to be but if i had to pick a scenario in which i would want this to go i want donald trump to be convicted and go to jail yeah um like not, and by the way, that's only if the evidence is actually there. Right, Listen to proven right. guilty. We're all about that crap, right? Yeah. Right. right. Um, but if the evidence is sufficient and a jury of his peers find him guilty, I don't think they should hold back. I really don't think we should be – I'm so against the idea of having like an elite in America, whether it be presidents, elected officials, whoever, who don't get the same consequences as everybody right. else. Yeah. I yeah. really hate that idea. Like Donald Trump, I don't care if he was in the Oval Office. I don't. I think that if he committed these crimes – and these, these sentences, some of them hold up to 20 years for individual charges. He can yeah. go to 20 years, up to 20 years. He should get that. You don't get to, like, break the law and then well, be like, I mean, oh, well, I was right. president, so right, I'm right. okay. Exactly. No. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I know there's a lot of calculations going on, and I'm sure behind the scenes, um, at, everywhere, whether it be the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, everybody's thinking about how this will go. But I really do think that we can't we can't be weak we have to be strong we have to stick to our the fundamental ideals of america that nobody's above the law and, hy and, and hypothetically the fundamental ideals of america will get us through a very unknown time in a very scary yeah. time if you just stick to the fundamentals and you say this is what this is we're going to hold you accountable no matter what this is what we're about we're not scared of you we're not scared of the idea that your base will riot and freak out we're not scared of the idea that you will continue to discredit these agencies it doesn't matter because we will do the right thing because we are america because we'll we'll indict you no matter if you were president or if you you know exactly yeah i mean and we i, I really like i would be very very disappointed if um you know, somebody cowers like we cower to Donald Trump. We cannot cower to Donald Trump. And I, I, I don't know. I don't even know how I feel about a plea deal that says you can't run um, because that almost feels like he it that almost feels like he's getting off. 
It, it does. I agree. But, but it that might be, be good but, for America. But, but that's the thing. That's the thing. That's that would be really shitty. Like it'd be. I agree with you, and you know, that it'd be, it'd be shitty. But it's almost like you got to pick your poison, man. If if the DOJ is willing to say, you know, go serve your ten years probation and go sit in Mar-a-Lago and close your goddamn mouth, maybe that's the right thing. But again, I actually am under the belief, after understanding. That that's not really constitutional, um, and if it's not constitutional, then they shouldn't do it. Um, but it, again, we're in uncharted territory here. I don't know. I mean, like we talked about, we talked about Nixon's vice president, who resigned after his um, his fr- his fraud charges or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then it was later, I guess, decided that you you're it's unconstitutional, I guess, because you're you're not allowing the American public to to pick this guy if they want to pick this guy, et cetera. So I don't know. Now, you know what's, in my view, really scary? Let's hear it. Is that um, Donald Trump gets convicted, whether it be in New York. I think you know, there probably, hopefully there will be a trial before the election. There should be. Um, let's just say the January 6th trial and the New York trial happens before. Let's just say he gets convicted in both these trials. He has said that he's going to run from prison. Like he will be running for president. Oh, yeah. He's not going to drop out. Yeah. What Ugh. What happens is that, then? Can bro? you Can you Can Is there Is there any any like law or statute or anything about that? Does that nope. exist somewhere? You, I mean, you know, you, you know can, these things better than I do. You can run from president. You can run for president from prison. I think the t- dude like Tiger King right now, bro. That weirdo. Oh he's yeah. Run, he's like yeah, running in the Liberty that's, Party. That's right. Is running for president from prison. Donald Trump has said that he will not drop out, and the re- and you know why, you know why he won't drop out, uh, whether Republicans like this or not. What would be the smart thing and good for America is if you're sentenced to prison, you drop out of the presidential race. Right. No. No. He's going to stay in that race because he wants to free himself. He's and Will Hurd, the Republican presidential candidate the other day, who I disagree with, but he said something right. Donald Trump is not running for president to serve anybody. He's running to keep himself out of prison. So if he's in prison, that's his last. That's his last chance. Yes, right, exactly. To get out. And I'm pretty sure when he said that, was he on stage somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got booed. He got booed heavy for saying that, didn't he? He did get booed heavy. Yeah, it was in right. Iowa. Right, right. Yeah, a bunch of Republican dinner in Iowa. He's like, and he said the truth, and that's the truth. But I'm, I'm. That's what I'm kind of nervous about. What happens if Donald Trump is sitting in prison and running from pre- for president? Dude, I'm, what do we? I don't know. I, I almost like these discussions. Almost like I hate them because I always convinced I can find like the answer that will like just be best for America. But all we're, we're, I mean, none of this has been good for America. This fucking guy's existence in politics, Donald Trump's existence in politics since 2015 has been one of the worst goddamn things for this country in so, 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 so long. So long. Yeah, because think about it this way. I mean, like here, here are, I think, are pretty much the two scenarios we have. Either Donald Trump gets off, he gets a weak plea agreement, and it's like, don't run or something like that, you know, ignoring the constitutionality of it. He gets a weak plea agreement and nothing really happens to him. And then people who care about justice are pissed. And I think that does actually weaken our justice system because now it gives a free pass to presidents oh. to do whatever you want. Right? Yeah. Why? I mean, why? Right. Why doesn't Why doesn't you're... Joe Biden take a bunch of classified documents right. to his house and, and then, then delete security right. footage and no, then hide them in his bathroom? Why not? Right. You're, no, you're absolutely right. It's not going to happen. That's, That's precedent. Yeah. We have a precedent system. Set it. Go, go ahead, Joe. Go steal classified documents. Matter of fact, go 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 bring Obama into the White House and then look at all these documents together because you're not going to be in, you're going to be fine. You're not going to jail. 
There's no consequence. You're not go bring in Hillary Clinton. Give Hillary Clinton a batch of classified documents because you're not going to jail. So that's a terrible precedent to set. So we either weaken our justice system and Donald Trump gets off, or we then have a bunch of MAGA freaks who are right. Well, you know. okay. So actually, and this might be the correct answer. Is you're right. I may. I'm kind of changing my mind a little bit now. Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe we we go hard. We don't give him a plea deal. Say he's running from prison. I think that's why it's so important that if you're listening um, at home, um, it it doesn't have to be um, a Democrat. It doesn't have to, it. I would be loud. I would be vocal. I would register to vote, and I would let people know that Trump is not the choice. Now, listen, I will I will tell you, or I will if I was having a conversation with you. I'd say, you know, if you vote for someone other than the Democratic nominee, who will most likely be Joe Biden, you may be handing a vote to Trump. But I'm not here to I'm not here to I'm not here to do all that. All I'm telling you is it is very, very important in 2024 that we make the right choice, because if we don't and we will be facing constitutional crisis like we've never seen. I mean, this, the, the, situa- the, the, the situations we just outlined are really scary, but a lot of them can be avoided if Democrats turn out in 2024. Um, and that's why it's important that, you know, every voice matters, every vote matters, uh, every person matters. And I tell people this all the time. Look, you don't if you don't like Joe Biden, I, I'll disagree with you. I think he's been productive. I had an argument with this. I was with like five friends the other night, Friday night. And I, of course, till like 3 a.m. I got in this crazy argument. One of them was like, I like RFK. But at the end of the day, I said, look, I'm now under the belief that if you think it's RFK, if you think it's Biden, if you think it's whatever, Every voice matters. As long as you have the facts and you feel like you're doing the right thing for this country, voice your opinion. Cast your ballot because it all matters. Um, and hopefully, if, if you feel the same that way that Harry and I do, you'll, you'll vote for Joe Biden in 2024 so we can you know, avoid this because it's scary. And I think that anybody, what I would, similar to you, what I would say to anybody who's like listening right now and considering not voting for Joe Biden, let's just say you don't like Joe Biden. You disagree with them on policy. That's fine. We're not. I'm not going to call you an idiot or anything like that. But what I will consider, what I ask you to consider, is that at the end of the day, whether you agree with Joe Biden or not, he's a good person, right? He's a good man. He's a kind man, and um, he actually cares about this country and does a lot for the rule of law. You know, he he just he just follows the rule of law. Uh, he tries to preserve the fundamental ideals of America and doesn't try to interfere with things just to benefit him politically. Um, so. And he, he's normal. He's just like a normal, normal guy. guy. He's right. not – yeah, he's normal Joe, right? Donald Trump is not a normal guy. So we have a, we have a real choice in America in 2024. Do we pick like someone who's normal, who actually cares about like what America is, whether you agree with him or not? Or do you pick a psychopath who doesn't care about what America is um, even if you think, oh, his tax policy is great? Right. Exa- exactly. Like a clear and, choice. And, and for all the – you know, one more thing for all the people listening who are – maybe more moderate or like you said don't like joe biden maybe they swing further right um but they don't you know maybe they're they don't know who to vote for you know they really don't like that trump's being indicted and has all these things going on but they're really not a democrat i look i get it joe walsh who i really really respect he ran for president as a republican i probably disagree with him on a lot of issues but he tweets constantly about actually literally what he's done is he goes around the country and he's like tries to convince maga people like let's let's not do this like this is not the republican party this is so destructive um and he just tweets constantly about how horrible donald trump has been for this country how how horrible it is that you know this guy even has a shot right now all the same things that harry and i are echoing um he's he's destroying the fundamentals of american democracy 
Um, and as he said recently, he said, look, if you don't like, I don't know if he's, I actually don't know his opinion on Joe Biden in 2024, but he said the quote, let's reform democracy, or I'm sorry, let's save democracy now and we'll reform it later. And I like that quote because, you know, you may not, you may be more progressive than Harry and I. I think uh, you may be further right than Harry and I, but you may share some of these opinions about Donald Trump. I think the answer is, look, let's save democracy now and we'll reform it later. And to every, all, to all the progressive, because a lot of progressives say, you know, Democrats say that in every election to save the duopoly because you're blah, 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 blah. Like a lot of, a lot of more progressive people really don't like Harry and I because they're like, you know, the Democrat and Republican Party are the same. I look at you straight in the eyes and I say you're absolutely fucking full of shit um, because <laughs> no, no I, I'm sorry. I would like to, you know, know in history a time because uh, people say, well, Democrats just spit the same talking points to win elections and, and fear monger and say democracy needs this now. I'm sorry. I, I don't remember the last presidential election where we were trying to figure out if the guy who's one of the guys who's on the ballot to win to to win like a front runner to win is is could be running from jail. I, I, I didn't I, a constitutional crisis like you've never seen. That's never happened before. So, yes, actually, yes, it is very important for democracy's sake that we win this election. So, yeah, reform, reform or save democracy now. Reform it later. Yeah, exactly. Well, <sighs> man, aren't these you know what? My takeaway from this conversation is, man, is this tiring? It's tiring. Yeah, I think these conversations are hard. They're really hard. Um, But hey, know. it's uh, uh, I don't know. Fuck me. It's necessary. Let's bro. let's know, bro. do it. I'm just I I know that when you and I, who knows where we're gonna be on election night 2024. We'll probably be together. Oh. We'll probably be together in some aspect somewhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna be stressing. Dude. We we will be oh. sweating bullets, dude. I, it's, now I, I'm I, staying I, confident because it's gonna be it's gonna be Joe. Oh but, no, I'm confident oh, as hell. But like, dude, it's it's a year and what four months away, bro. In November, it's going to be a 365 days until election day. That's scary. We will be, I'm telling you, there's not a single day that Chris and I uh, will wake up where we don't think about this. It's bad, dude. It's bad. It's bad. It's not good for the mental. Right. It's not good for the mental. All it's right. not good for the mental, Yo, guys. Thank you guys for checking out episode five. This is more like a laid back, like we're just kind of conversating. Again, this is how Harry and I conversate in private. So that was kind of like, like again, we've been really debating a ton uh, behind the scenes, uh, I say debating, really, like just conversating. But it's been really stressing me out, stressing us out behind the scenes of what do we do, how do we structure this podcast, what can make it better. Um, and, and we're really like we're trying our best for you guys. We're working hard, so we really, really appreciate everyone who listens um, and supports us. Like Harry said, forty nine states and maybe fifty multiple continents. Like it means the world. Seriously, every single one of you mean the absolute world. So you can let us know kind of what you thought about this this conversation. We didn't get too many emails from last week, so we will do emails again next week. Joe, guess what, Joe? I have not forgot about you. I'm still next week. Uh, we're changing up a bit. Trust me, guys. We've been having so many conversations behind the scene. Joe, we're, yeah. I'm going to talk about Ukraine and Trump. Um, and all that good stuff. I love you, Joe. You're the best. If you're listening, you're the best. Um, but yeah, shout out to all you guys and let us know what you think about this more conversational tone, uh, just kind of picking like one or two topics. And I don't know. Anyways, that's my final words. Harry, got anything? No, thank you guys. Appreciate all of you, man. Seriously. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Hope you enjoyed episode five. We will be back next week, Monday, 1 p.m. We are on every single platform. So if you're watching on YouTube, Spotify, whatever, you can find us elsewhere. Also, Harry and I are constantly spitting a lot of the things we're saying in more short form or different forms on Twitter and TikTok. So you can check us out there. The links will be in the bio if you're listening online. It's Chris.Mowry or Chris D. Mowry and Harry J. Sisson on TikTok, Twitter, and Threads. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back here Monday at 1 o'clock. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you later.